Welcome to Popyak. I'm your host, Momo, and it's time to talk about Invincible. You see what I did there? I made you wait for it, and then I didn't do the blood splatter thing. I think that they did a decent job with that here. I think they hit it one too many times, but once we actually got it, I was like, okay, it was worth it. It's a gold thing now, and there's cracks that show up. I like that. It's not so much about the violence, which it's very much still is. They got You got the violence in the first five seconds of this episode. Did you think that train sh- scene was a bit much? Listen, bitch, we're going to show it to you again. We're going to show you the absolute destruction of Immortal, who's immortal. And it's probably been around for so long. He's learned how to fight in, like, any way possible, right? And this guy... Gets his head chopped off and his head like popped like a grape. Because Mark and his dad decided we're going to team up. As soon as I saw this, I thought Mark was having a bad dream. But then I remembered, as soon as I saw Angstrom Levy, I was like, oh, this is a different dimension. Because, okay, I did my first thing on a real podcasting setup was Invincible. I have a few Invincible episodes on YouTube, I think, as well. But it didn't, like, go anywhere. So I just, it was too much work to, like, upload them. As opposed to uploading a podcast, but I am working on getting my podcast to video, but I digress. Uh, I'm a very big fan of Invincible, and I've there was a point in my life, like, I'm a big comic book fan in general, um, and I used to read physical books, and there was a point in my life where I was just so disenchanted with Marvel and DC that I was just like, fuck this, and only read Invincible, because uh, I was reading Walking Dead up to that point, and I was like, man, this is fucking good. And then I was like, this guy has another comic and it's about superheroes? What? And so I read Invincible and I thought it was the best and I kept reading Invincible. Did I finish Invincible? No. I got up to, if we were continuing at the speed we're going, I would say season four or five of Invincible. If we get that far, if we continue on the rate we're going, yes, it goes that far. So it's a good show. It's a good story. And, you know, strap in, we got some time with it. So, yeah, they get you right back into the violence immediately by having that fight with Immortal. And you're like, holy shit, I forgot how violent this show was. But if you have the time to go back and watch a season of something before the new season comes out, that probably wasn't a problem for you. But for me, like, I knew the show could get graphic, but I figured that they'd go, we're going to hold off on that for the beginning of the second season. We want to get new eyes on the product. But they're like, if you haven't seen the last season, fuck you. Fuck you. And you know what? Fuck you. Watch season one first. I know how tempting it is to just jump in at the deep end of something because, oh man, I just want to catch up to where all the kids are. But the kids are inhuman. And they can do things we cannot. So, you know, just take things at your own pace. Which is why I'm talking about Invincible, like, after the season ends, probably. These are being recorded while I'm watching One Piece. I'm recording them in advance. Because this could have totally been Mark having a nightmare. This particular scenario with him and his dad... So Mark teams up with his dad in this other dimension. But if you thought it was Mark having a nightmare, that would make total sense. Just because Mark is going through a lot, like, emotionally. I cannot imagine what Mark and his mom are going through. Like, holy shit. And, and not just that. People, other people know about this. Like, yeah, your classmates and stuff just think your dad died, right? In a horrible explosion or whatever. And technically, he kind of did. The idea of your dad died that day. But... Um, there is a situation, you know, where 
you had earpieces in. And other people could hear what was being said to you. So the people you work with, your coworkers, this is probably even worse. No, no, it's not worse than your classmates knowing. No, I take that back. But it is pretty bad that your coworkers got to hear your father pretty much beat the shit out of you, talk down to you, call your mother a pet, and then run away as you did as you laid there practically lifeless. Like they got to hear all that shit. That's something I personally would like to keep private. You know, if that happened to me, I'd prefer it nobody know. But no, all of your coworkers know. And because of that, Cecil is like, bro, we're not putting you back out into the field. Like, you have some shit you need to work out. Uh, he should have gotten mandatory therapy. Uh, it's something that I would have done. Would reading Mark go through mandatory therapy be fun? Yes. The guy that writes this show, whose name escapes me now, because like I said previously, I record these in a state. But the guy that's the, the that creates this stuff knows how to do comedy fairly well. Like, there were some things that are like, really? There was one joke that I was like, but other than that, like, he knows how to write comedy. He knows how to write characters talking to each other. So I don't have a problem at all with watching Mark go to therapy. And you don't have to make it, like, a half an hour long, like that episode of Rick and Morty where Rick is a pickle and it's the funniest thing you've ever seen. You could literally have it be five minutes, an episode of Mark going to therapy to deal with this, and that would show a lot of growth. I don't know. Just showing a character, a superhero in therapy, I think, is something we need to see. And I know that they're doing that now with Harley Quinn in the DC Universe, in the comics right now, in the books. So check that out if that is something you would like to see. Check out the Harley Quinn comics. Yeah, seeing a superhero go to therapy and talk out their problems, you know, probably healthy for a society to see one of my biggest things is that batman uh needs therapy <laughs> he needs a fucking shrink like in order to deal with the trauma of his parents dying he beats up mentally handicapped people in the dark dressed like a bat like that's not healthy so yeah cecil's like look we're not gonna just put you back in the field but we do have this incredible scene with set to music as i forgot another thing i forgot that invincible does have an amazing soundtrack it was an incredible song by radiohead karma police as soon as i heard it i was like oh shit radiohead like this is yeah it's a superhero show and i have friends who are tired of superhero shows at this point and i have friends who never liked superheroes but i think that they like invincible just because yeah superhero story but it's not just that it's not your typical superhero story it treats it with more realism even though they're starting to do the realistic gritty like this isn't gritty it's very bright it's very colorful but there are consequences to everyone's actions and i really really like that and that really i think would help considering all my friends like i said i have a mixed bag of friends there's some who love comic books there's some who um are tired of them and there's some who didn't don't like them at all who would all like this show because of the different things that it includes you know what i mean like, I have, a, I have the one friend who would love it because it's crazy violent. I have another friend that would love it because of the music choices. You know, like, there's some things in this show. I think there's something for everyone in this show. Um, so this scene where he's saving people to Radiohead is incredible. I, I think it was well done. It just puts you in the mood for superheroing. It soothes the immediate heartbreak and shit uh, of the first 10 minutes of this episode where... You know, Mark and his dad are evil, and they are destroying everything, because this is a different dimension, which I'll get back to now, I guess. And Angstrom Levy, you see him, and, you're, and I, I immediately knew who he was, and I was like, oh, it's Angstrom Levy, oh shit, this is a huge, he's a huge character. 
So I kind of sat there and I watched uh, my husband watch it because he's never he's read some of Invincible, but I don't think he remembers most of what he's read. So is this kind of new to him? So I'm kind of watching him watch Invincible. Like, what do you, what do you think about Angstrom Levy? You know, like picking his brain because I would love to know uh, what everybody else thinks. If what do you think? Hit me up on on X at audio underscore D E E or on Tumblr at audio D. And, uh, and on Blue Sky, I can't remember what my Blue Sky name is, but I'm there somewhere, and you can find me if you know how. Um, also, if you need Blue Sky invite codes, hit me up on the aforementioned places. I got you, fam. Like I said, I'm in a state when I record these. So anyway, Invincible. Not only is Mark and his dad take, t- take over the world, but Mark, his mindset has shifted to the same way of his dad's, in that he says the most horrible shit to Adam Eve. It's like, holy shit, she has to live with those words that he just said to her. And he's like, no, oh, I'll visit her in the hospital still after I broke her neck. Like, what? The audacity? So um, that was horrible. But seeing Mark actually, you know, save people helps with after seeing that. It really does. Angstrom Levy has a great idea. He goes about it in the worst way possible. I'm so smart, I'm stupid. That's Angstrom Levy. I'm gonna gather the Mauler twins lie to them, and get them to work for me, to build this machine that I've built using their blueprints or whatever. Brother, you couldn't have kidnapped all of the robots from other universes? There's probably a reason he didn't, now that I think about it, that I will not spoil. But why couldn't you have gotten, you know, all of the different... There's Robot is a smart guy, you know? He's not the only smart guy. There are people that invented the fucking... That light technology that the government uses and the teleportation technology that the government uses... You could have asked, unless that was all the Maulers, but you could have asked some other super geniuses to help you with your plan. Hell, I'm sure one of you, there's an Angstrom Levy in a universe that is also a Mauler that you could have asked the government or heroes or somebody, but he didn't think about that, I don't think, because when he's in this room, in this place, at the gathering all this technology and the fucking Maulers to a location... Uh, usually when the models are at an undisclosed location, they're building something horrific. So the government had absolutely every right to be looking in on this and going to attack it. This is 100% Angstrom Levy's fault that he got all those people killed. He gathered them in that location. You couldn't have picked a universe where the Maulers weren't criminals <laughs> so that they weren't being looked at like this. You know, you know, could you or did you? And the Maulers of the Utopia societies you went to who were good guys, told you no because it was a dumb idea. And you decided to do it anyway. But Angstrom Levy did all this to himself. The fact that he has a huge brain spine now, his own fault. His own fault. And that's what you wanted anyway. This situation that you have with your big brain spine probably would have been even worse if the thing would have continued. He probably would have had a brain body. He probably would have been worse off than Robot was inside of his little tube. Also, can we talk about how earlier in the episode in the evil Mark universe, Nolan lets Robot suffer when he kills him? He doesn't just kill him. He lets him suffocate. That's cold. Nolan is a monster. Also, Angstrom Levy, Nolan thinks he's doing what's right for society, too. Uh, It turns out that Mark and uh, Amber have worked out their differences, which is fine. This is a bit of a departure from the comic, if I'm remembering right, but this is fine, I suppose. If you want to give Amber another chance because she was so awful last season, and you're like, let's actually make her a good girlfriend and have her grow, because now she knows about what's going on. She has to 
go, oh shit, I must have been a sh- terrible person because I didn't understand the full picture. But hopefully they give Amber another chance to grow as a character. Hopefully we'll see where that goes. His mom is suffering, like, a lot. Um, and you deal with the truth of the of a situation like this. When, you know, losing a parent is hard and mark has to mark has to watch his mom suffer and that also sucks and his mom has to watch her son suffer it just sucks this whole situation just fucking sucks but it's the consequences of someone's actions like i said which is you know all my, the best kind of storytelling to me personally and she gets together with the the guy that was really fast she gets together with, with his wife and they're getting on you know like they were friends and they don't stop being friends she came all the way from moscow because her friend was like in a situation you know that's a fucking ride or die right there she even made her dinner thinking look she's probably not gonna be able to cook for herself she left the door unlocked she left the door unlocked probably because she's so used to nolan being in the house why would i lock my door nolan lives here all i want is what's best for debbie i want debbie to have a good life i'm tired of this i'm fed up Give Debbie the world 2024. But yeah, we see that Invincible goes to college. He gets in with the same college as his girlfriend, which is great. Good for them. Adam Eve is continuing to do her stuff. She's there for Mark also. She's a ride or die. She's a G. You know, if I was Adam Eve, I'd offer like, you want me to build you a house out here? Because it can't be great living still where you're living with the whole government explosion thing that happened across the street from your house. You have to deal with that. And you live in the house you grew up with with your father, you know all those memories are still in that house you you sure you want me to build you a treehouse out here or in like zimbabwe or something (laughs) like somewhere peaceful and beautiful that's not where you are maybe have your mom take some time off from work you know maybe take a week off but you can live in scenic zimbabwe they have a beautiful national park in zimbabwe and also amazing animals but um yeah that seems like going and petting a uh elephant you know on the trunk seems to be more healthy than going to work or school after this whole thing happened jesus christ but mark's back at it and of course he blames him he is also being blamed by Ashton levy for this situation even though the maulers like you're fucking stupid this is all you pal and always as usual the maulers are right you know the boys the mauler boys they're always correct they are very smart but also stupid in some ways but smart enough to know that run the jewels are the shit so the Maulers are the real heroes of Invincible in my book. But uh, also Mark blames himself for this. Like there were a ton of people, innocent people in that building and Mark got them all killed. And what is the whole Vulcan thing, right? Like the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few kind of thing, right? Like how is Mark's mind right now? I am absolutely excited to see more what of what's going to happen in this show. And the cracks at the end? Whoa. They got me excited. Also, the giant. How cute was the giant? I do think that that's just an eight-year-old that became a giant somehow. I love that they balanced out the horrificness of this episode with fun stuff like the giant. Because we needed some fucking levity. Oh my god. (laughs) But I think also the show being bright and colorful helps as well. That also helps when the violence happens. Because you're looking at it, it's like a very happy Tree's friend situation. But then after the violence is over, you're like, oh, it is bright. It is colorful. You know, I love this episode of Invincible. And I can't wait for the next one. Thanks so much for listening.